The I Only Listen to 90s Music Podcast is a show for 80s babies who were 90s kids. If you were a No Limit Soldier, then this is your show. If you believe that cash money is not an army, but was a Navy, this is the show for you. If you and your friends ever tried to sing a song written by Escape, in Vogue, Shy, or Voiced Men at a talent show during middle school, this is your show. The I Only Listen to 90s Music Podcast is a bunch of 80s babies talking about all the songs and things that we loved when we were kids and teenagers. So if you went to the skating rink and you were at a lock-in, this is the, the show for you. If you think that Tevin Campbell um, was the original prince of R&B, this is the show for you. If you don't understand the the conflict between Monica and Brandy, but you're kind of on Monica's side and understand why Brandy got punched. This is the show for you. Make sure that you tune in, subscribe, click the little subscribe link. We're here. We're going to talk about all things 90s music. This is the show for you. I get to, oh shit. Okay, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. All right, so, damn, like, it's, it's so many ways you can go with this. Like, 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 father, husband, Producer, lyricist, like I mean, you know what I'm saying? Future Grammy, it's, it's Grammy, right? Grammy, right? Yeah, yes. Like how many? How many you thinking? Dude, this is big, dog. This is big. Like, listen, it's cozy. It's this is this is the cozy episode. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is the cozy episode. Dave Kenneth Giles, Mister Paxson, if you nasty, you know what I'm saying? Oh, that's hey, man, I don't say if you nasty no more because you married now, but you know what I'm saying? It's all good. You know what I mean? Between the hours, <laughs> between the hours, you know, hey, bro. I'm glad to have you on the show, bro. Like, obviously, um, me and Sleep, I mean, it's Alpha Team right here, bro. You feel me? And, like, yes. hey, man, yes. listen, Sleep and Sleep and Sleep said that we was talking about before. Like, I forgot he was on the first album. Listen, if y'all ever, yep. listen, man, listen, I'm excited. If y'all, if y'all ever, matter of fact, I gotta find the album, I'm gonna play it, I'm gonna put it on my Facebook. Sleepy is on the very, I don't know if it's very first, but he's on, he's Man, on one of the albums and he is yep. talking that sleepy shit. And that's the sleepy that I love. Okay, time out, time no, 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 no. It's, it's, it's Peabody Sleepy at it. I love it. I love it. It's before, it's before Sleepy got like, you know, before he became Eric, right? Mm -hmm. There was a guy, his name was Sleepy and he was on this album talking this shit. And before, and before, of course, it was it was Dave Giles, it was Mr. Paxton, it was nasty. and I'm telling you, man, listen, Dave got this song called Brown Skin Girl. He got a lot of songs. He got a lot of songs. But Brown Skin Girl, hey, man, hey, man, I'm going to put that on my Instagram. But no, man, like, love love to introduce you, my dog. I'm going to let you talk because I, I keep going. The accolades, the moments, the brotherhood, the love, you know what I'm saying? Like, Bruh, hey, hey, talk to the people, man. Why are you cozy? Why? Are you cozy? <laughs> well, first, first off, I'm cozy because because it is linen. You know what I'm saying? Um, damn it! Hot damn it! Hot damn it! Yes. You know what I'm yes. saying? First off, I'm cozy because of the linen. Um, nah, man. I, I I just I think why the song in particular, you know, just being what it is and how it is is so. What's the song? What's the song? Cozy, I just say, yeah, what's the song? Track, track two off, off of Beyonce's Renaissance, off of who? Man, which off will, who? mark the words, be album of the year. Off of who? Uh, yeah, The Queen. You want who the, album? The Queen B, Beyonce. I've been, I've, 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 
If I go on so, the credits, so, so real talk. I, I seen his name in the credits. His, his name, yeah. it, it's in there. Yeah. It's twice. Twice. Yeah. <laughs> Dope. It's real, y'all. Hey, 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 no, seriously. Come Dave. On. Dave. Giles. I'm here. Giles. <laughs> oh, you don't understand, man. Me and Dave, we don't just got alpha. We were we promoters together. Triple S. Yeah. Yep. We had clothes. I clothes. still got some of the shirts. Yeah. Oh, I still got some of the shirts. Uh, we just we was the San Rafael boys. We lived. Oh in man. <laughs> yep. That's Shout all three of us. That's all three. Those are over there too. Shout out yep. to AC, you know what I'm saying? Shout, Shout out, out to AC. Shout out to C. Yeah, Shout yeah. Shout out to C. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Dang, dog. That's crazy. So, so to see you pop up, I won't say pop up because you've been grinding for a long time. Oh, but to yeah. see that grind pay off and to see them name, sorry, your name in them credits. Right. I told you, it, it made my heart smile, bro, because I know yeah. how hard you work. Like you work, <laughs> and man, that's huge. Literally, Everybody is so proud overseas, of you. Overseas superstar, bro. Like, Chicago, you proud of you because you know hey. that's where you from, Paxton Avenue. You know what I'm saying? Chicago, proud of you. But you Come spent, on, man. You spent a nice chunk of your early adult life in St. Louis, and we proud of you yeah, too. Man. Yeah, but but awesome nigga shit though. Yeah, so so them royalties though, because you know what I'm saying we've been rocking with you for a minute. Sleepy wasn't going to say it, but I'm going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We rocking for a minute, dog. You know what I'm saying? I just, you know, you said inspiration. So I was like, well, let me get my Suge night bag. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, man. Oh, Dave, let, let, let's do some real journalism and learn about this for real. Because the those are going to send right. it off to the to the right. right. People want to know about how you even get on the Beyonce album. Like, what was Yeah. Like, let's let's talk about that. Ooh, so, uh. First off, I want to shout out a really, really important dude, uh, Luke Solomon. If you ever get a chance, look him up. Um, British, British house music producer, um, but he 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 he's been out here. Like he was, you know, spent time in Chicago on the scene, spent time um, in New York on the scene, spent time in Dallas. On, like he's everywhere. You know what I'm saying? He's everywhere where dance music has been. Um, the long version of the story is that Luke is essentially the person that found me and my music partner, Sam. Mm -hmm. um, we first kind of went left and went into the dance space. Um, we had put out that record, You The Shit Girl. Um, mm -hmm. we, we recorded that record, mm -hmm. let, me, let me go back, 2012, so 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> recorded that 10 years ago and we're shopping it independently and pushing and pushing um, and really pushing in a different way than I ever, you know, y'all know about the Paxton's, y'all know about, you know, all, all, all of my, you know, old mixtapes and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, we were pushing this differently because I would do shows in New York, you know, and this is no disrespect to my group, the Paxton's, you know what I'm saying? I do shows, Paxton shows in New York. And then we would add this one song, You the Shit Girl, this house song at the end of the set. And we could be playing at a bar, we could be playing at a block party, we could be playing at a club. People who, who were in the crowd, who were just, you know, with us like this, or who were like moving a little bit, when that song would come on, they would stop, like lose their shit, climb on tables. Can I curse? Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Um, it's climb sleepy on and tables. Dope. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, 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 and climb on the bar. 
every gender, male, female, you know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, every, everybody, everybody mm -hmm. was, was into this record, um, no matter what your orientation was. And I saw that early. And I think one of the things that y'all definitely know about me is that I'm somebody who sees patterns and I see cycles and I try and react to them and I try and adapt to them. Um, you know, I'm, I'm willing to change and willing to evolve if I can make some sense of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so yeah. I saw that and I was like, nah, this actually is the closest thing to a hit I think that I've ever had. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so with that, we just really focused on, like I was Dave, Sam was Sam. And we just focused on the song. So we ended up, after about three years of shopping to, 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 to labels and them kind of being like, oh, well, we don't really know you that well or y'all don't have a profile or an identity yet. Mm -hmm. We just put the, put the video out, put the money yeah. up, you know what I'm saying? Caught up the homies, you know. And, yeah. you know, he's cold with a camera. She's cold at directing. She's cold yeah. at writing, you know what I'm saying? She can dance, like, just, you know, get it like that. Organic, organic grassroots. Yeah. Filmed a lot of it in the park, around the Bedside community, all of that. Yeah. I bring up all of that 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 point because um, after doing that self-releasing that, you know what I mean. I was also working at Essence Magazine at the time because I'm also a visual artist, so I, I do design, I do web web, and all of that. And so, so many caps, you know what I'm saying? Come yeah, yeah. <laughs> the synchronicity that kind of happened there was that the record was called "You the Shit Girl," and as you could imagine, having a record like that while working for a black women's brand such as Essence, you know, if there was ever a time to get your Kanye on and hop on the table and be like, listen to me and pay attention, you know what I mean? That was it. And, you know, typically people kind of always like, hey, look at me, look at what I'm making, look at what I'm making. But yeah. I, I, I try and I think Sleepy said it best, you know, your first your first look sometimes is, is all you get. Mm. And so I, I've, I've always been really thoughtful about trying to make sure that the first, first thing you see is going to count. Yeah. And uh, that was the first thing I came to them and kind of asked for their support on. They got it. They understood it. Um, shout out to Yolanda Sanguini, who was the editor then, uh, but now is at over everything at NPR. Mm. Um, and they got it. They ran a story on it. You know what I'm saying? Showcased the video on their site. Ended up uh, booking me to perform Essence Festival. And, that was dope. You know, just that whole experience leads to a small label in Texas called um, New Mass, mm. basically being like, man, this is sick. We want to put some money behind the record, pick it up, do something with it. So yeah. they ended up reaching out to a few house music producers, Seven Davis Jr. and uh, Derek Carter, who was a Chicago legend, mm. um, and had them remix it. Not too long after that, now, now mind you, at this point, we're in like, say, 2016, 2017. Mm -hmm. um, had them remix it Derek Carter's best friend is Luke Solomon um, and they both started a label together called Classic uh, Classic Music mm -hmm. Derek went on to you know get back into producing and DJing Luke stuck with it and signed Classic Over to Defected which is like the world's largest dance music label they're under Warner mm -hmm. um, but they're based in London you know what I'm saying so very much international uh, scene not the biggest in the US but they got the world on lock but your name, your, so you say your name is ringing in France right now. What you're saying is, I, if I pull up, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm with Dave. Oh, my, you with Dave. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Light work, light work. Keep that I'm going to say, well, you, I let the numbers speak for it. So in that regard, like, when I get my publishing checks from ASCAP, 
the international ones are about 10 times bigger than the domestic ones. So that's, that, that's the POV. When I get my checks from ASCAP, what are we doing? What are we doing? Hey, Dave, I want to I cut you out for a second. I just want to okay. highlight something. Because you said that you saw the trend early. That's like 2012. Yeah. Because because Drake is going into the house music scene right now. Uh, obviously, Beyonce is, is going back into that scene. I think that's dope that you were able to see it that early, record a song. Because if you didn't lay that foundation back then and record that song, all the things that that tumbled to make today happen wouldn't have happened. Right. You peeped that 10 years ago. Right. Yeah, you was through the alpha in that sense. So, so that's fucking dope. Like real talk. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and, and even that, you know, I, I consider myself to be somebody who, who looks in the future, who thinks in the future. But I can honestly say there was never like a, a point of, oh, this is a trend or, oh, I'm going to catch this or I'm going to ride this wave. I'm from Chicago, man. We invented house. Mm -hmm. And so that music was part of my childhood, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It was like on the radio in Chicago, you heard Dr. King's speech on top of, you know, you uh, can you yeah. feel it, you know? Yeah. West Side Percolator, y'all was, was roasting me, you know what I'm saying, in the little parties, <laughs> but whenever they, they, they go on, uh, you know, percolating the party, you know, I'm going the hardest, but but that's, 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 where, that, that's where I came from, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and so when we talk about, basically kind of bring it all full circle, you know, even when the idea came about to make house me like because sam brought it to me sam was like yo i think you can do this he brought it to me because he was like yo you you know you pull up on our on our parties when we playing the you know the, the house stuff the, the like uh electronic stuff mm -hmm. you know i see that you freestyling over that i see that you know what to do with it and i'm realizing this is just part of what you do like even though you're not recording this music you know how to do this so maybe we should try and do this no nope. um, another thing that i'll even throw in there to kind of like because I got to give the credit to my wife in this regard, too. Come on. She, what up, know, she, Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she knew about the Paxton. She knew about what we were doing and definitely was into the music. But it was not very long into the process of, you know, being a unit that she kind of, you know, after coming out to the shows and living in, in this world that I, you know, I'm saying was curating for myself as an artist, started to, you know, kind of realize, like, okay, your music is dope, but... And the way that we now understand kind of what Drake is doing, you know, mm -hmm. she would say that's some sad hoe shit. You know, she would say, you know, it, it's jamming, but it's it's it's, it's, it's toxic hoe stories. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And yeah. That's not really something that you know over time. That, that's not that's not gonna age really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, like I said, you see patterns and you adapt. So for her, she was like, I want something I can dance to. I want something that my girls can dance to that I can be proud of. And that's something I took to heart very early. So hence the first record being You the Shit Girl. It literally was a record about her. You know what I'm saying? Yes. About it was framed as about being about all the facets of, of what a woman is about, you know what I'm saying? Or what a woman can be and all of that. But it ultimately, dang near every line that's in there is an observation of her. Yeah. So what you're you saying, saying is, so if we, if if you get if you get somebody special, you need to write a song about them, and then you'll end up on a Beyonce album. <laughs> You could. You could. You could. I see what you're doing. But 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 hey, real yeah. talk, Dave. Um, giving the women something to dance to, that goes back to Alpha, that goes back to where we used to promote together. Cause if you get the women in your party, you can charge the dudes or whatever. Because even if they don't like you, even if they don't want to dance, yeah, 
Yep. If the women in there, they gonna come. Yep. So, uh, Jahan. Yeah, Sleepy would definitely charge somebody $30 for a college party <laughs> and not think twice about it. Yep. I'm going to put that out there. If ever yep. you came to an Alba party, you saw him at the door, that wasn't my – listen. I, hey, hey it ended up being 60. 30 to jump the line, 30 to get in. Yep. <laughs> what you mean? Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Try to jump the line, give me 30. How many with you? All right, give me 50. That's crazy. Yep. We still got to pay to get in? Absolutely. That's crazy. Yep, what Sleepy said, though, bro, like, um, what's the biggest thing you would, you would take away? Well, I mean, obviously, from when you were seeing that house music dumping, like, to when, you know, I guess Drake tried to drop his joint and, you know, eh, to when Beyonce did hers. Is it just based off name alone or is it, like, the actual quality of, of music? You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm new to listening to, to, to the house music. I ain't going to lie. You know, when I heard Cozy, I, 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 I was, you know what I'm saying? And then, of yep. course, the show started going, but first of all, stream that song as much as you can. Hey, a million streams will get my nigga two dollars. You know what I'm saying? So just stream, 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 stream. But like, yeah, like hey. what's what's the like? If you if you had to, and this is a, a wild, wild estimation, but like, if you had to guess where house music was going, like, would you say it depends on the artist, or is it an actual movement that's about to that's about, that could take over in like the next, you know, two summers? So th th that's actually a perfect question because I definitely kind of ventured off the, the path in my storytelling, but that brings me back around to the importance of that brother, Luke Solomon. Um, when Luke heard that Derek Carter remix in 2017, he basically had his moment was how does, how does Derek Carter know these, know these, these guys? And I don't, who are they? Why, why don't I know who they are? You know, we had like two followers on our SoundCloud. So he's an IDM like, literally why don't i know who you are yeah. <laughs> who, who yeah. are you you yeah. know what i'm saying and what's yeah. up and yeah. we're so yeah. under the radar that i don't even check his message for like two weeks oh you wow man you left me on red left him on red and so when Wait, it what? finally you know what i'm saying kind of got around to me mm -hmm. um we talk we connect you know and what i what i figure out from him is he has this vision <clears throat> He has this understanding that house at one point was very black. It was very brown. It was very queer. It was all of these things. Um, it was revolutionary. It was lyrical. It was also fun. It was also sexy. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It, it, it touched all of these things. Yeah. Um, and at a point, you know, your biggest artist, it, it was nothing for like what's happening now. I mean, literally. Go to a Mariah Carey album in the middle of the day of uh, 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 daydream. You know what I'm saying? You got the, yep. uh, the you, you got the house interlude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got, you, go you to, got the joint, the, the line, the line dancing joint. That's a, yeah. that's a house joint. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I still can't do that. I was trying to learn. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> so my footwork ain't right. My footwork ain't right. You know, so so and at the time, you know, a lot of those house producers who were coming out of the underground, they were getting paid crazy money to remix for, you know, you your favorite R&B artist or your yeah. favorite, you know? And so what ultimately happened from a society standpoint is that hip hop becomes what it is and the macho element of hip hop, I'm, I'm not going to do it, you know, talk to say toxic masculinity per se, but essentially just the idea of like, you know, trying to be the toughest, trying to be the most gangster, trying to be the hardest, trying to be, you know, that makes it harder for somebody to, I guess be confident and comfortable being, you know, a straight man 
making dance music. You know what I'm saying? Because now he's got to figure out how to fit into this lane that's getting going harder, yeah. harder, more tougher, more gangster. And yeah. you start to see a lot of the soul come out of the dance music and it gets gentrified. Mm, Next right. thing you know, people are looking, you know, it's by, by, yeah. by the time 2000 comes around, Daft Punk is the sound of dance music. Yeah. And, yeah. and then and now black kids are like, that's that oots, oots, that's that. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And, and, and they, think so, they think it's just the glow sticks. They think it's just exactly. the glow sticks. Exactly. <laughs> all of that, right? And, and, ah! and, and yeah, they're not shit. understanding it like, nah, in Chicago, it's like. <laughs> Working yeah, on the hood of the car, you know what I'm saying? Like the same stuff that you would see at like something like the Freaknik or like the Kappa Weekend in, in Houston or whatever it is, or the March Down, what we got, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, it was the same energy. And so Luke had this vision of there's no reason why that should have why that should 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 have left. And Luke's an old, old white guy, like 50-year-old yeah. white guy. But yeah. he had this vision of those two things go together. And house and dance music is getting more and more boring or monotonous, mm. even really because it got gentrified. Yeah. Mm. That, so, that makes sense. you know, we make this record, You the Shit Girl, which is, you know, I, I always called it, it was like a, it's like a ratchet love song. Like it's about, it, it's empowering lines, it's empowering, you know, messages, but it's also, it's about sex, it's about relationships, it's about love, it's about admiration. So it's all of that. And, yeah. He saw that he understood that, and you know me, like I wasn't coming to it with, okay, let me dumb my flow down or let me do this. Yeah. It was lit. I'm still, I, I was bar for bar. I come from battle rap, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I come from the freestyle. So with me, I kind of just changed my approach to instead of really trying to like outright somebody or trying to out, you know, let me actually just use my, my freestyle ability mm -hmm. and my conversational style and my cadence and just what it is that comes out of me from being from the south side of Chicago. and just put that out freely with no parameters, no rules, and just go. Mm. Because when I what I see people doing with that beat and what those what what the international crowd understood is that them people would dance for six hours, yeah. ten hours, That's crazy to no words, That's crazy, yeah, no words, it's going. just the beat, a hundred twenty well, BPM beat, which matches your heartbeat. So here, so hearing that, right? So like, how do, so so when you when you when you see that flow, right? What 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 music are you listening to now? Like, what do you like? What do you engage? I, obviously, I could you know see. Oh, yeah. you, you gotta finish telling the story about how he got the song. Yeah, 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 let me get there. 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 Let me get we, I've always, and I see it now, the passion. I think that's what made me gravitate towards you in college. Mm -hmm. You were just so passionate about everything that you, you had a vision for Alpha Ada. You had a vision for what you thought our chapter should be, uh, the music, even the club scene in St. Louis. You didn't think it was bad. You just was like, I want to do something different. We can spend this different. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I've always liked it about you because you always want to push the envelope. You always want to yeah. say, well, what's next? And it might not pop off like you, like you think it's going to pop off in three months, in six months. Yeah. But I definitely saw cats throwing parties at the sneaker spot. <laughs> and we did that first. And that was yeah. your idea. I give you your yeah. prop. I definitely saw people doing stuff with the art influence later. And I was like, damn, we was two years too early on that shit. Yeah. yeah. But, but real talk, all the concepts that you brought to the table, 
were always just a little bit before everybody else caught up. And 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 and, and that's for real. And that and, and the party scene in St. Louis was dope. But you was like, so what's next? You was like, okay, yeah, yeah this is dope. This is too what, what 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 what's what's after this? Yeah. And, and I remember the first time you talked to me, like, hey, we should do this promoting thing and do something. I just was like, the passion that you got is so so real. We can do this and not alienate the other promoters or the other crowd because we still gonna support. We still gonna go out, but let's try something different, man. That sneaker joint, I still think was fly. Frequently yeah. fly, yeah. Like frequently fly. The ratio of women to men at that. If more men would have come to that, <laughs> everybody would have won because that ratio. Yep. The ratio was crazy. It yep. was like six to one. Yeah, well, see what you're saying is y'all was the best, like y'all was the best promoters around y'all time. No, 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 y'all was killing other promoters, right? y'all was killing other promoters because them other guys was dweebs. I, I feel you. I, I, I would never say that. You know I would never say that. Other guys were some dweebs. Because what, 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 no, no. If you look like, at the financials, it was like a, a, a Ralph Tresman looking nigga. Yeah. And like, no, stop. You just skip Bayless, huh, Doja? You no, 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 I'm not gonna let Doja do this. Keep going, y'all. Because Daryl was one of the other promoters. If you look at their financials, financially, yeah. oh, they were probably killing us. We yeah. were breaking even, barely getting the profit sometimes. Yeah. But when you look at the vibe in that motherfucker, we always went home happy because the people who came out, now women would be mad because there wasn't enough dudes there, mm -hmm. but we was on that, like he's Chicago influence. So we would play a house and shit like that. Yep. He was getting Chicago DJs to come down. We was also, let's get a DJ from another city to come down here mm -hmm. and do something that niggas in St. Louis don't hear all the time. And yep. in hindsight, that shit was fucking dope. Because it's still people that still be like, y'all was in that motherfucker first. <laughs> y'all we had million dollar mano come down for, for one of those things, and that that was just one of the one of the homies from growing up. But he ended up winning a Grammy with the weekend. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I mean, you just you. I, I've always believed in you see what you see, and it don't matter if everybody else don't see it. You know what I'm saying? Validation comes from repetition, from consistency, from other people figuring it out. But just because they don't see it, don't mean it's not there. When I see all the cigar stuff that's popping off now, all the sneaker boutique stuff popping off now, nigga, we was doing that shit in like 06. <laughs> so yeah. that shit's amazing to fucking me when I think about it. Like, damn, we were like a decade too early. Yeah, six, all point intended. All point intended. No, but no, it wasn't. I'm being, I'm being accurate. Yeah. But anyway, back to your journey. Because I'm just saying, yeah. someone who has watched you grow, bro, we recorded songs in my fucking bathroom at my apartment. <laughs> so yeah, to see I'm you find that, I'm find that album. That's a dope album. That's Peabody <laughs> Sleeping, by the way. Manhattan Project, yeah. Come on, yeah. man. Peabody so, Sleeping was a different nigga, to, man. To see, to, you supposed to grow and evolve, nigga. To see yeah, the growth man. that y'all have made is fantastic. That you have made, sorry. Thank you, thank you. Proceed. So, How we get to Beyonce? Yeah, so, so, so now here's the punch. No, no, I, I, I want to oh. jump in real quick, Dave. Yeah. So, I mean, the song, so how, like, so you, you get with Beyonce, but the first, it's one of the first songs on the album. Yeah. So you like, you like, like, I mean, I want you going there, but I want you to like your reaction and like, yo, I'm like, you, you know, you see the track listing, like the track list is big for album, like yep. you right at the beginning. So like people go listen to them first few tracks, even if they, let's say they didn't listen to the rest, 
they gonna listen to yours off the jump. Yeah, they got no choice. Right and produce on or just wrote on it. So I was a I'm I'm a part of the production team that you know built uh I, I would say the skeleton of the song. Um and that deliver we basically delivered the original concept of the record. And then I think when it got to their team, you know, certain changes were made, certain lyrics were updated, certain things were added. Um, and I think ultimately, really the power of what B does is, you know, I always joke, I'd be like, she everybody type, you know what I'm saying? She would everybody like. So even from my perspective, like the record as it came to me, it was based, if you listen to it, there's a sample that kind of comes up in the middle where it's like, I'm I'm light, I'm dark skinned and I'm black, black. That, sing, that sample was way more prominent in the initial song that we wrote. And that, you know, that was like kind of the, the, the core of it. So the record was, you know, actually this is kind of uh, exclusive. Um, exclusive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The record was something we had code named it. I won't say that it changed. I won't say that. Amongst our production team, the record was called I'm Black. And so oh. <laughs> what I wrote was, and I'll be able to explain this on the back end of this, you know what I'm saying? Cause kind of how we got to, the, to, to that point. But what I, what I was writing at the time was a, I wanted to say something that spoke to the diversity of blackness, the power of blackness and really just like establishing self-confidence. So not, you know, like, I'm very much of, of, of the thing. I don't have to tear you down to make myself, you know what I'm saying? To let, to, to remind myself how great I am. Mm. And so facts. that's how I approach, you know, approach that record. That was the idea behind it. Um, it's just like, what is, what, what does all of this, this blackness amount to? And in the midst of that, you know, part of the production team um, that, you know, I'm working with um, kind of at the center of it is Honey Dijon, who, Incredible producer, incredible DJ from Chicago, trans artist, model, um, fashion icon, you know, the world internationally, but, you know, centrally, definitely in the queer community. And now it's kind of, you know, everybody's understanding her genius on another level. And you come into that space. And I think for me, you know, I work at Essence, like I said, you know, I made this record to kind of, you know, based around you the shit girl, you just go to empower my wife. I'm coming from the perspective of protect, serve, you know, put women on, on, on that pedestal that they deserve, you know what I'm saying? And really just showcase how incredible they are. And so with Honey, it's like doing that and also doing that with this expanded, you know, with an expanded kind of gen with an expansion of the gender binary, you know what I mean? So what does it look like to love yourself? What does it look like to feel beautiful? What does it look like to feel sexy, mm. to feel powerful? That's big. Every facet of blackness possible. And then how do you do that in 16 bars? And, okay. And, and so that was the, the, the challenge, that was the structure. And so even when you hear that line, it's a reminder. That's literally like, that was an ad lib. That wasn't written. That was something that, on that verse, like I, I I get off into you know the flow, and then literally it's just like in the background, I'm like, yo, this is a reminder, like I'm black, like in case you thought, in case you, you forgot, in case you didn't realize what it was, in case you didn't didn't understand what it means to be this, this is a reminder. So that's 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 that influence, and um, 
Yeah. So then, like I said, essentially this record, you know, Luke, Solomon, Honey, Chris Penny, you know, they, they produced the core of it. Myself and Carice, who's from St. Louis also, you know, we were part of the writing team, you know. So shout out to him, too. I don't know the brother, but shout yeah. out to him. Thank yeah, Lord, that, that's my dog. And, and we've got a ton of stuff that, that you know, it, it, most credits that you see with my name on it this year, he's in there, too. You know what I'm saying? So we we, we, we got a little, the homies call us uh, Dave Worthy and uh, Carissa Abdul-Jabbar. You know what I'm saying? You know. Love it. Love but, it. Um, yeah, so, like I said, we kind of wrote wrote the the this this initial concept. You know, there was more lyrics, there's more verses. I think there's probably three different versions of what I did that are out there, you know, somewhere. Um, but I'm gonna find it, put my name like, on it. Huh? I'm gonna find it, put my name on it. We're gonna get paid. <laughs> even even, you know, like Carissa's contributions, you know, when you when you hear about like the comfortable in my skin, cozy in my skin, you know, he was really an initial version talking about, you know, loving his skin. You know, um, loving his black skin and you know, comfortable in his black skin and all of that. So that's where we were coming from, the angle we were coming from. And so, like I said, to bring it back, bees everybody's tight. And I think that you get it over to that team, the power of, of it is there. You know what I'm saying? Like they, 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 so they, so they, it, they, they commissioned you to write it. Like, hey, can y'all write us something? Or did y'all already have something? And they, so like, I'm, 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 yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna come back to that part. I'm, uh, but basically. What I under what I believe happened is that essentially when the record get got on their side, they understood we can say all of these things and make sure that everybody hears the message and not just have it just be for this demo, just for that demo, or just be you know. Um, and so that's something that I honestly admire about being that I, I've learned you know in this process is just that like you know she was able to take those ideas and those messages and really not not change them too too much. You know what I'm saying? But Create, you, create something that speaks to you know spoke deeper to womanhood and spoke mm -hmm. deeper to a, a diverse you know perspective of womanhood hey real talk um because you still get that essence when i now think about you can't break my soul yep like you still get that essence of that but that's something that if you're queer if you're black if you're latino latino whatever you are you 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 can kind of you that 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 message will resonate with you, yeah. And 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 that actually is kind of dope. A lot of times when we hear those types of records, they can be uh divisive. Yeah. I should say. What's up, y'all? This is RVS. This is ROD, aka Rated R. And we are the We Coming for You cast, and we talk about pro wrestling from a black dude's perspective. Tell them what they can expect on this here podcast. Oh, we're going to give you all the raw and dirty and the everything black from AEW, WWE, Impact Wrestling, and any other wrestling in between. If you want your wrestling unfiltered, uncensored, and you want it raw, you need to subscribe to the We Come For You cast. Right here on SOLC Network. Like only one group or one type of person can relate to the song. Yep. But when it's done that way, it's kind of, it can be universally put out. Yeah. Like. It's because of you that I even ever listened to House. I'm gonna be real. I wouldn't never even touched it. So I'm honored. <laughs> so, so, no, I'm gonna be real. You the yeah. first Chicago. Hey, you know St. Louis hate. We hate the Cubs. <laughs> I don't fuck with the Bulls. But you, like, I'm, 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 you're a white size guy, right, Dave? South side. 
I was good with it. My whole father's side of the everybody from Chicago. I, I moved to St. Louis at nine. So, so because of Dave, like, you know, know Cardinals do. Yep. Hey, Dave being like, hey, man, I don't like the Cubs either. I was like, let me listen to this guy. What are you talking about? <laughs> and, and what's so crazy is, I, didn't, I don't know if I ever told y'all, I grew up in South Shore. Oh, yeah. That's oh, wow. I grew up in 76. 77th right here. Right, right, oh, wow. right, right, oh. Park right behind me. I'm talking yeah. about right there. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. You was a hey, terror town, boy. Yeah. <laughs> you was ducking them. No, no, no. Dang. I can walk out the park. Hey, Dave, we should have poached him from uh from free time. We'd have made a little more money. <laughs> come on over here, bro. <laughs> I was having come on, come on. <laughs> come on. Make the link happy. Come on. Man, you, you mentioned this now. After yeah. <laughs> the I money we could have made. It, it was like dang banging. It was like, dang, that's that is my hood. But I can't I can't now. I'm already I'm already, I'm already I'm outside, outside Swizzy. That would have been the name. Yeah, right damn. But, but no, no seriously, uh, the fact that she was able to kind of freak it a little bit, I don't know if that's a proper language, but to, to, to make it hers. Yeah. Off of the foundation that y'all laid. Yep. Because I like, I actually like the song. I didn't think I would. Because mm -hmm. I before I even knew you were on the album, the song it came out. So before yeah. I even knew, you know, I'm going to be real. I was like, I've, I've been partially in the hive since Dangerously in Love. I've been like, okay. she had like a couple. She has like a couple songs, and I'd be like, I really fuck with this song. Like, yeah. Love on Top, come on, I'm ready to go. I'm like, fuck yeah. it, bump, 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 bump. But I ain't, you know, I ain't in there. I ain't gonna fight nobody off of Beyonce. So <laughs> I fucks with it. So the song came out, and a lot of niggas was like, mm -hmm. I'm like, no, nah, nigga, this is from CC Peniston. Like, finally, like, let's let's fucking women dance with this shit. Yeah. Who doesn't like women dancing? Dance music. People sleep on it. It's so yeah. many. What's wrong you know? with y'all? Women is dancing and happy. Why would you want to be? What? <laughs> you so hard that you don't want women to dance and be happy? Like you that hard? You, feel me? you feel me? Yeah. So, so yeah. Keep going. So now to kind of like flip back into you know how we end up on there. So basically, um, like I said, you know, Luke, Luke and Luke signed signed me to his label, Classic Music. Well, he signed me and Sam to his label, Classic Music. They basically like bought out, you know, the rights to the initial deal that we had and they get with us, you know, planning to just sign us to a single. Um, him and Simon Dunmore come out to um, come out to Brooklyn where I was living at the time. They sit down with me and look, I mean, with Sam, we play our records. And, you know, for anybody who's familiar with the album that we dropped in 2020, it's called No Shade. If not, check it out, because it's definitely a precursor to a lot of what you're hearing on the radio, what you're going to hear on the radio this summer. You know what I'm saying? Um, they heard some of those songs even then, and they were like, oh, wait, y'all are actually musicians. Like, this isn't just a gimmick, like, you know, just, okay, y'all got a little catchy little hook, and we got this yeah. house beat, like. Like Sam plays bass, Sam plays guitar, he plays kalimba, he plays the keys, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And you know, I write everything. I can't mm -hmm. sing, but it but if you can sing, I can write it for you. You know what I'm saying? So um they got that, you know, in that meeting, and they changed the deal to an album deal from a single deal. Um, and the next thing you know, you know, we were signed to Warner. I had a publishing deal with, you know, through through defected music and uh and Warner. And so when you have a publishing deal, 
what that means is that essentially it, there's different types of publishing deals, but essentially at the core of it, they are investing in you or giving you funding to be able to focus on songwriting and to encourage you to collaborate or to, you know, work with other people or, you know, in certain cases, if they have the power to connect you with producers, mm. you know, factory style almost so that they're able to kind of manufacture music in that way. The old um, school Barry Gordy style, the Barry bingo. Gordy style. Bingo. Um, they're able to manufacture the music and it's like, okay, I know we can trust him for these verses or we can trust her to sing or we can trust, you know, her to play this or, you know, that kind of thing. So you kind of get put into, you know, this system of sorts. And initially I was completely unknown. I always joked that Sam brought me to the party because everybody knew, knew, knew who he was in that world, but they ain't know me. And when we dropped No Shade and, you know, for me, as you know, I'm a visual person. So in the dance music space, you probably can't tell me any, you probably know some classic dance records, but you can't tell me a video, you know, at all. What it looked like, who was in it, what happened. Because they I was don't. a dance kind of cat. I remember all them videos, Black Box, uh, you know what I'm saying, Ace of Bass, yep. all that stuff. I mean, I was one of them weird kids uh, watching the box. For the, uh, for the, that's not weird, man. Box. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, like, I love it. Like, dude, I literally have a whole 150 songs, this dance playlist. You know what I'm Love saying? It. I like all the classic joints, CC Peniston, uh, uh, Crystal Waters, like all this. I'm talking about like even the underground. Crystal joints. Waters. Oh, yeah. Hey. Yeah. Crystal Waters. Need to be uh, given, like I real. said, Black Box, yeah. Techno, uh, what was um, uh, Technotronic? Yeah. Uh, pump up the jam. Uh, Technotronics. I think it's Technotronics. Yeah. yeah. All that. Yeah. So, you know, but typically it's like with those videos, you don't know who the artist is, right? You mm -hmm. remember the dancers, you remember the, the just stuff happening, but you don't know who. And in. they wouldn't even put the actual singers in the video. In the video. It would be like something else. And like, you, you, you look at the person, Bizzo, and yeah. now, internet wise, you'll be like, hold on, that was a person on that in the video. Yeah. They yeah. showed yeah. you just dancing, black. hanging out, like a couple doing whatever. You didn't know who it was. Shout hey, out to uh, Warch. Didn't they do um, Good Vibrations? Didn't they have like a different chick in the video? Yep. It wasn't the chick that was oh, there. Martha Wash. It had been multiple times yeah. for Martha Wash, on, not just with CCNC Music Factory. Mm -hmm. It was a, a couple other joints too that, that they did that too wrong. Yeah. So, you know, that, that was something that, again, I believe in paint where it ain't. You know what I'm saying? I believe in, as, as Miles Davis says, you know, uh, or said, you know, play the notes that aren't there. So I look in this space, I'm immediately looking and saying, okay, I'm not popular in this regard. They don't know me. You know what I'm saying? I do not fit the description of somebody who can just up, you know, I got kids, you know, I got I, I got a wife. Like, I don't, I'm not the guy who can just get up and run around the world, you know, at a drop of a hat to be with the, with the young folks and all of that stuff. So I was like, what do I do to stand out in this space? And I started looking around the landscape and I'm like, they don't do videos. Or if they do videos, they're not in them. So mm -hmm. let me actually create characters. Let me actually create vi a visual narrative. Let me actually, you know, so the sunflowers that you saw a lot with, with the stuff that we were putting out. And, you know, if you watch the videos, there's certain characters that can, that go all the way through, focusing on the cinematography, making, trying to make the stuff movie quality. You know what I you mean? You tell a story, man. You tell yeah. a story. Your videos yep. tell a story. Yeah. yeah I, I, I really leaned in on that. And what happened was, you know, pandemic hits, and so the people end up not really knowing these records other than like the hardcore dance heads who kind of are in this, like who are basically looking for new dance music. But the DJs and the producers were like, yo, we see you. Like they're telling me things like, you know, 
man, I got to get on my videos because y'all videos is cold. You know what I'm saying? And initially, I'm like, well, that's not going to, they don't, they don't, not going to pay my bills, but thank you, you know, for the love. But <laughs> then, you know, pandemic gets in a full effect. And I'm like, all right, <clears throat> let me go back to what I know and fuse it with this space. Let me go to Mixtape Wheezy. Let me go to Trap or Die Summer Jeezy. Let me go to 08 Gucci and literally make as many songs as I possibly can. Any dance music producer who reaches out to me from any corner of the world, I will get on your track. If you reach out to me with your track, I'll get on it. I'm not even going to ask for a fee. Some of them paid, some of them didn't. You know what I'm saying? At that point, I'm thinking, well, this is going to fulfill my publishing contract. I'm going to, you know, be able to get through it and get back to owning my masters. Yeah. You know, if y'all stuff gets picked up, because I'm just- Be alert, owning your masters. Yeah. I'm like, you know, y'all over in France or y'all over in whatever. So y'all got a whole nother demographic. You might get assigned to some label I've never heard of, but now that fulfills what I need for my deal. And I can get a little bit of uh, a little bit of action in your city, you know what I'm saying? Or yeah. your part of the world, be on the radio. Working. That boy was working. You know what I'm saying? And that was that was the push. That was that's what I was on. And so when because of that, Luke kind of comes around and is like, all right, look, you know, we didn't we're not doing everything that, that, that we wanted to do with the uh, with the album numbers wise, but like you got the gift, so let's write, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like let's work on stuff. And so I'm doing verses for other people, popping up on, you know, other other dance producers uh, stuff and kind of the the requests are kind of coming in. You know, I probably did 50 songs during, you know, the, the heart of the pandemic. Um, hey, just, damn. you know, just jumping on anything. And they don't yeah. realize that either, like like writing writing quality music. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like he was definitely like in the, in the zone doing that shit. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Just, just going in, you know what I'm saying? Because again, even with that, I'm knowing they don't do that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, there's no vocalist in that. Not, not no, because there are some. Let me not say that. There's a lot of really dope vocalists in the space, but a lot of them come into the space from a house first perspective. A lot of them do not come from selling mixtapes in the street, standing on the corner trying to convince people that you can rap, standing in ciphers and battling, you know what I'm saying, to get attention, or to get people to care about what you do, or yeah. open mics in every city, or booking your own shows and, you know, driving around in a, you know, in your own car, Thanks. you know, to, to, to play whatever rap show you can get on. So yeah. I try to fuse that hustle and that thought process with the structure of this new gentrified dance scene. One day Luke is like, all right, man, I'm going to start sending you beats. I'm going to start sending you tracks. Let's get to it. He lets me know that Honey, that they're working on a project, you know, for Honey and they're kind of putting all of their power and resources into it. And he started sending me stuff for it. So I'm now at this point going from writing songs from my perspective that are kind of targeted towards international audiences to now writing songs for Honey's perspective. Mm-hmm. You Chicago babyface, like, nigga. Huh? You Chicago babyface now, huh? Hey. You writing songs for TLC and I'm just using examples. Like, yeah. It's not even a space... You don't, you don't even really live in that space, but you got to look at that perspective yep. and, and be them. Yep. Nigga, you call. Boy, you I love the fucking that, that, that's That's what we start. We, we start doing that. And there's a point where basically it's like, now I can say this, you know, we, we I probably turned in about three tracks, you know, intended for Honey, three or four tracks intended for Honey. Carice was on a lot of them too. And then one day I get a call. I'm in Chicago, actually, ironically, visiting my mom. And I get a call from Luke, and he's just like, hey, look, I can't say who we're talking to. I can't say what it's about. 
There's NDAs involved. I need you to know that the greatest possible person who could ever, you could ever be fortunate enough to grace your music is a fan of Honey Dijon. And somebody on her team is really, is, 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 is close with Honey. They talking, they crossing ideas. And basically the GOAT wants to make a statement and wants to bring all of us together. Hey, so, I just want a big ass Shane. That's all I want. Just give me a big ass Shane. You could get to work with her on the song, like and like like in the studio, or it was more like you sent it off. Sent it off. Sent it off. Um, so basically, from that, mm. I had, like I said, these these records were already written. I find out that the record that becomes cozy, the, the, what was told to me, you know, I don't know this for a fact, but was, you know, this is her jam. Like, you know, she dancing on the furniture. Like, she loves this joint. And we just need you to, to, to tweak certain things to kind of make it fit into, fit closer to her than to what, you know what I'm saying, you were doing for Honey. But it's the same kind of idea, but let's just try and make it, you know, fit in this so space. who demoed the track for her to hear it? Huh? So who demoed the track for her honey. to hear it? Yeah. So, 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 honey, so honey, honey, yeah. honey demoed it. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Damn. Um, and so... Oh. Basically, you know, from that, I had 72 hours. And I never forget, Ooh. I told, you know, I told my wife and, you know, I was the only person I told at the time. And she was just like, took the kids and was like, all right, we going out. We finna go to the beach, get ice cream, <laughs> run around the city three times, like whatever it takes. You know what I'm saying? Boy, you better get your ass outside and get to right. Like, <laughs> you know? uh, she was like, well, I'm good. you need to get this done. <laughs> if I got these kids for three straight days, nigga, you, hey, nigga, hey, it better be platinum. So big ass chains, okay. I had, I, had, I had 72 hours to, to get it right, you know, and sent it back, sent, sent, sent a couple, you know, there's a couple other versions, some stuff that didn't make the cut, but that's just as hard. That I'm like, man, I'm glad I get to keep that. Yeah. <laughs> but, multiple songs, yeah. Oh, um, but that one stuck. That's the one that 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 definitely stuck. And just so, take one, big dog. Yeah. Just take and one. Then, and, and Honey's team, they're credited on two of the records, but they worked on about four. You know what I'm saying? Of, of what's on there. So, um, you know, that sound, that influence, it's like, even when I hear other songs, and I won't, like, this is, this is where I won't, you know, go in, go in that kind of direction. But I'll just say there are other songs on the album that if you listen if you know what I've been doing in the dance space and then you listen to some of those other tones, you'd be like, damn, that's, you know what I mean? He ain't gonna say it. He can't say it. But I, but I'm, hey, but, they yeah. wrote on a Beyonce album. Influence is influence. Hey, the way I see influence it, I, I, don't, I, I don't believe in, in biting and all of that. Like it's 26 characters, it's 26 uh, letters in the alphabet, it's seven notes on a, on a, on a, you know what I'm saying, on a scale, 12 if you include the flats. Like we all doing the same stuff. We just damn. making it ours. So. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm so proud of you. You have yeah, no exactly. idea. You yeah, have no yeah. fucking idea, man. Thank you. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so you know, we, we 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 send it over and then we just prayed, and that's literally what it was. Sent it over and just prayed, and I I went back to the to the grind as if it wasn't gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? With the I hope that it would happen. Phone, though, now I talked to you on the phone. I talked. I was talking to Dave on the phone about something totally different, and Dave was like, "Yeah, man. So, uh, you might want to like you you might want to Google." Like I'm just saying, cause like next week, and you know her albums come out. Like, you might want to go. I'm like, 
Nigga, Google what? The fuck are you talking about? Like, Google what? Okay, I got it. You you an artist and you sensitive about your shit. I understand. But like, no, 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 no. He's like, dog, dog, dog. You might want to Google some shit. I'm just saying. What are you saying? And then Cozy come up and I'm just like, ah, oh, damn. I just yeah. everyone with it. Oh, my yeah. God. Uh, such a long way from two polos you used to wear. <laughs> So, you know, yeah, I just, I just laid in the cut, you know what I'm saying, for almost two years, about a year and a half to be exact. Um, Just hoping for it up every now and then, knocking, hey, Luke, you know anything? And, you yeah. know, he like, no, nah, you know, just. Where were you when you found out? You said, where was I? When you found out. Oh, man. Best, one of the like best ways. Like officially official, ain't no possible. waiting. Like what were you doing? I so this is this is how God works. All right, so so we have two cars because my wife works in one side of the city. I work remote, um, but so I take the kids. You know, what I'm saying in the morning typically, and so we go two separate routes. You know, in the morning and we see each other in the evening. Um, that particular morning, for whatever reason, I don't. I really don't know why. Maybe it was just because it was closer in the school year or something. I took basically everybody to, to school and to work, you know what I'm saying? And took her to work and, and all of that. So we're on, on the 405, headed up, headed up to her campus, listening to Survivor by Destiny's Child. <laughs> and <irony. laughs> the irony. I'm a survivor. I get a WhatsApp call. You know what I'm saying? What's that? With the plus four four on it, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> From the UK. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, you already oh, know, WhatsApp is always a Europe person. There's yep. always a European hitting you up from WhatsApp. Yep. I'm like, all right, what, what's what's this about? And then Luke is like, yo, you somewhere, you know, good, you safe, you, 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 you relaxed. I'm like, you safe? What's up? What's going on? He's like, all right, man, look, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you. I put him on speaker, G sitting right there in the car next to me. And he was like, Hey, it's happening. The record is happening. I I don't know how where how far it goes, what it's gonna look like, what we gonna do right now, but it's definitely happening. I just had a meeting with the team, um, and I think at that time they were this. He's in London. I think they were out there shooting the uh, the British Vogue, um, which was like the cover that you know saying that the, the cover story that first kind of told everybody like what was going what was what was coming up. Mm. And he's like, yeah, we just met. They played the song for me. Because in these spaces, you don't, they don't send the records around. You know what I'm saying? So even the producer wouldn't give me the reference track that we worked on because that could be something exploited, leaked, and yeah. you know, caused yeah. a problem. Wow. So um, they basically flew out there. And, and then she said her album got leaked, right? Yeah, by, by, the, by physical retailers. Damn. So no, yeah, no, no, nobody internally. It was physical. Yeah. It was basically the physical product got shipped too soon, and you know how it is. Imagine if you're working at Best Buy, no, and, 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 and the Beyonce. I'm mean, like, hold on, hey, hold on, what? Dude. Like y'all don't start this shit right now. It, 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 you it, it, got this it, it, shit, it, it, hey man, hey, nobody goes home to this shit and stock no, it's, it's, It was one cat. He was like, hold on, hey, bring one of them. Do we got CD players still here? Somebody bring <laughs> one over. And they yep. and they sat there and listened to it. Like, hold on, oh, nigga, this is it. It's hey, a real album. Yep. <laughs> as a so, former, as a former bootlegger, I definitely would have would have leaked that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I can't fault him. I can't fault him. You know what I'm saying? But 
I definitely was not sharing anything, and I and they Luke didn't even give me the chance to, you know what I'm saying? But he 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 handled it. He held it tight, zip 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 shut. But yeah, in that moment, he was like, "Yo, it's here, it's ready, it's happening." They came out, they played the song for me, you know what I'm saying? I heard it, and the first thing he says, he's like, he's, he was like, I don't remember what your verse was, but I I I can hear your lyrics in there. He's like, and I also think they used your voice, so. He's like, I told them, you know, that they need to that they need to get with you. They'll be back in LA. Get on the email, you know what I'm saying? Let's connect everybody up. There's probably gonna be more NDAs involved, but you know. And um, so immediately, you know, I'm in the car with my wife and she, you know, we hang up. And I think she might have posted a story actually. Well, I seen it. The story <laughs> I'm driving, I'm driving, and you know what I'm saying like reacting to the news or whatever right then well you sound about. like Alvin the chipmunks on that like, oh my God. <laughs> boy <laughs> nah, nah. hey the woman went to her was like that's your voice yep and she probably said pain like oh. like yes sir yeah. Yes, so yeah, sir. It, I'm like Jahan and your baby daddy fiance <laughs> friend right there. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, so sir. it was just like not only for to get that news, but for her to be there. We were already in the spirit because we 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 been behaved up. I've I've seen Beyonce in concert like five times. Yeah. I would be <laughs> lying if I didn't if I didn't admit that I have had her in my top ten rappers list since bow down you know what i'm saying like and people be like what you mean rappers and i'm like i don't think y'all get it like yeah like be be we will eat your favorite rapper dog like in, in a minute yeah so i believe it's all right, right. And so <laughs> yeah like we we are we are fans in itself you know that's what's kind of like it's almost it's fitting because i'm probably influenced you know saying by what she's already done and what i do you know yeah. um but yeah, truly, like we just we was just happy, you know what I'm saying? Opened up the sunroof and just shouted out to my pops, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to having the sunroof. You know? I was like, that we did it, you know what I'm saying? We R. did R. it, because he was he was he was the main. You know, my my parents supported you know my my visions, but he was the one who was like, I don't know anything about it or how you gonna pull it off or how you gonna do it, but you can do it. I know you can do it, and he would print my lyrics off from my old mixtapes when I'm like. 18, 17, and like used my lyrics to like talk to the kids that he was mentoring, you know what I'm saying? And his like wow. it's cause he because he worked he worked in Project Housing, you know what I'm saying, as, as a programs coordinator. So like yeah. he believed in my words that much that he was using my words to connect to the kids that he was, you know, too old to, to relate to. Then That's you know what I mean? So I was like, yeah. this is really for you, dog. Like, <laughs> you know, and then we just held on to it, you know, kept, kept it zip. We make the contacts, you know, um, at the time, you know, I have, I have a manager now, um, <laughs> brother named Johnny Maroney, who, who manager now. yeah, like, like Johnny, Johnny's been, been incredible. And when I let him know, like, all right, this is what's up. I mean, this man literally moved heavens and earth and he's like, all right, cool. Let me go. We can bring in the, the, the legal 18. We're going to bring in this. We're going to bring in that. And, you know, so, um, hey, yeah, tell them to holler at Daryl for this interview. We ain't, yeah, ain't, yeah, ain't. <laughs> y'all got this because typically <laughs> it would have to run through Johnny. Tell them holler at Daryl. Y'all got this. Hey. Family, you know what I'm saying? That's Daryl. Hey, Daryl. So, big ass uh, chains. Y'all got some homework to do. I'm going to send y'all after this, though. So, <laughs> word. <laughs> get this episode off, off on a good way. But, Damn. um, 
but yeah, so so basically, you know, we get in there, you know, we, it all get, get get set up. I do do another NDA, you know. I, I won't go into all of what happens when you go in go into um into Parkwood, but I will say that everything that you imagine about how somebody like B runs their businesses and just how elite, how professional, how beautiful and like well planned and designed and structured you could imagine if their headquarters would be or that they're you know the people who work for them would be it's all of that and more yo does, does beyonce got like uh what's the, what's the line she it's called again with uh adidas what's it called oh ivy park ivy park does she got she got ivy park for me right oh yeah i stay in ivy park i need you i pay for mine though i'm, 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 I'm not i ain't getting no trunk yet i pay that's for lost. mine <laughs> But yeah, no, it it, it truly. I, I already admired her, but when I walked into into that that space, I was like, nah, I get it. Like, I get it. She gets busy. Like, I I, I truly, you know how the hive be going hard. I'm like, I don't ever want to hear somebody say talk about what she ain't, because she's mm-hmm. everything that she says she is and more. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And even the lyrics that you hear, it's like you know. Florida ceiling, Kehinde Wiley's on the wall and all that. You know, I'm, I won't tell you anything else about what's in what's in the uh, you know, the, the up in the space. But it's just, it, it, none of it is a front. You know what I'm saying? Like the the intentional, you know, the name dropping of black cultural entities and the art and all of that. It, it's not, it's not a front. This is literally. This she is about that. She about she that. About that. That's a okay. Please, you know what I'm saying one thousand percent, and so I didn't get a chance to meet her, but I did get a chance to go into the into the 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 studio where everything was made, and listen to the original song. And um, crazy enough, again to tell you just how much how meticulous they are, man. The song actually changed within the last within the thirty days from when I heard it to when it dropped. It changed again. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So they were making that record all the way up till they till they came out. Damn, you know it, it, it's it a is, nice record it's, too, man. Hey, man, yeah. it, it's, it's, it's actually enjoy the song. Chain. I just need a big ass chain. I'm on typical, <laughs> typical nigga shit. Wow. I just want okay, those are trying to get a chain so bad. That's <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. it. Day. Day. I just want a big dumb ass chain. That's all. Man. <laughs> Day. 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 Me, I let you know when I get one. <laughs> Day. Day. I'm, yeah. I'm so much easier to please than this man. Just when you when you own when you when you own own Dave. Just, I just want to come out to L.A. and just toast with you, dog. That's, that's, that's all I need. Hey, like, I don't need no chain. I don't need nothing. That's good but for him. That's good for when him. you do blow up, all the way blow up, and folks go back and start listening to that, to that yeah, album, like gonna. just shoot your boy. <laughs> so, now, Dave, I don't know if you've listened to the show uh, yeah. previously, uh, but <laughs> Sleepy is trying to keep Gunner in jail so he can actually become Gunner and dress like him. Hey, Dave. Hey, listen, bro. Hey, look, 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 look. Hey, we was like, we was like, we was like, yo, yo, what would you do if you had a whole bunch of money, right? This nigga sleepy side. I, I couldn't. I'll, I'll be, I'll be alive for like three years. Like it'll be, it'll be around. <laughs> Dave, I would clone myself. Hey, it's it's, it's one of the best be moments of this show. Like, this is me. Like, this I'll, is... Be, I'll be dead in three years. I'm like, damn, dog. Talk about, talk about, talk about. Niggas on. exaggerate. This was also if I was as young as Gunner, 
Yeah, but, yeah, but, but it's still moment. a great moment, though, Sleepy. Like, the, then, I ain't gonna say this, this, this ain't, this ain't grown ass man, Sleepy. This the question yeah. was, I'm going hard, nigga. If I was the youngest gunner and I was rich, how long would I make it? And I was like, I wouldn't run out of money. I just yep. would probably die. I just would, I would just. <laughs> you know what, though? Yeah, I, I, I got a good point I want to make about, about that, though, because honestly, I feel you. Like, <laughs> I feel you because when I think about, like, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm, 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 I'm 36, you know what I'm saying? And so when I think about, I've been rapping since I was 16, like, like selling my music since I was 16, rapping since before that, but I've been selling my music since I was 16, 15, maybe even, I don't know. So 20 years doing this at a, at a very, at an intentional, like commercial, not commercial, but like, and for commerce, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Doing it for commerce for 20 years. And, you know, I, I remember being 18 and getting my music to like, I don't know, like GLC and GLC getting into Kanye and us just being like, is Kanye gonna listen to our music? Is he gonna like our music? And, you know, and they're being like, nah, y'all got some work to do. Y'all got, you know, go back to the drawing board. And it's Crazy. like, or, or going to WGCI, you know, Daryl, you know WGCI. Yeah, for sure. Going to WGCI. Shout out to uh, the rapper Pink House. I mean, uh, there you go. Uh, Pink House. Yeah. I mean, uh, Pink House, man. Yep. Which was on 106 Jams. 96. 96 Jams, yeah. 96 Jams. Yeah, you know, it's 106 Jams. It's 106 Jams. Yep. The best radio station ever. Facts. I tell people that Facts. all the time. And, you, yep. and people go online. You can watch 106 Jams on YouTube. They Somebody recorded... A whole bunch of different. Uh, you can just go on and put up 106 Jam Chicago. You can. Li- I, I, I just listen to it. Like I'm talking about a whole segments, everything. That's like, it. Rapper Pink House. They got all that stuff. So so yeah, like you know, I remember going to going to GCI. You know, with with these Paxson's records, and you know, did you ever love- like 950 uh, uh 950 AM where they used to have mm-hmm. like the late night? That's rap where it was joints? before 106. Yeah, because it was a late yeah. night rap joint. That's where Common was used to be on there when I was a yep. kid. Yep. So I, I, I remember getting that chance to go up to GCI. You know, prepared, got 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 a slot. One of my homies was an intern there. Got us a, a, a meeting with the program director. We got a little outfits on, matching, and got our. So you already did it. This was years ago. This is like when I'm 18, mm-hmm. and them sitting me down and being like, "Man, literally play the music, nod their head." An intern walks past the pro- program director's office and he says, Hey, come here real quick. She sticks her head in, and then about three seconds passes, and he goes, Do you remember the hook? And she's like, What hook? And then he's like, Never mind, cool. And he's like, Yeah, nah. If she don't remember the hook, then we ain't gonna play it. Ah, oh, that's crazy. And so I've been through all of that. And at those in those years, for me, it was like the dream would have been having any of those things pop off or connecting we just out of there. And now as a 36-year-old man, I'm like, I mean, uh, for the, but for the connection to be this one, that's the, that, but that, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, yeah. if, it, if it 16, if it happened at 18, if it happened at 20, I'd have signed bad uh, paperwork. Oh uh, yeah. I would have like, 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 like five year foreign, five thousand dollars. I'd have signed bad paperwork. I'd have, I, I, I'd have, I'd have blew, the, blew the advance in, hey. in a week. Hey. <laughs> in a week. A week. Dave, Dave, this is post-graduation, so we semi-got sense. Yeah. Me, you, Chris, Josh, Tremaine. And I ain't trying to get anybody in trouble, but this, we young. We, we lived at the strip club. Yep. We lived doing ridiculous things 
that we should not have been doing. Facts. Because the money that we had did not add up to us living like that. We was eating hamburger helper with no burger, but out every fucking night at the strip club while eating hamburger helper. Yeah, all of that. Doja, you understand. I was can I tell the story real quick, Dave? And I don't get you in trouble. You as, don't long, care as, as long as my kids will still be proud of me afterwards. <laughs> we at the strip club, man. We at the strip club. Josh over there. Shout out to the back. Josh over yeah. there. He getting paid. Yeah. More money than he spending. This nigga Dave throws up in the strip club in the corner. <laughs> Wipes his mouth off. And continues to keep the party going. I ain't never seen nothing like this in my life. Oh my, like, what are we doing? No, 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 like, no, babe, babe. That's that's a special talent. Because <laughs> if I'm throwing up, I'm out for the night. Right. That's, that's a special that's talent, end, right? To keep it going, bro. I think I ain't gonna say his name because he do religious stuff now. But the friend guys <laughs> was like, meet up, meet me at the strip club. I'm getting out of seminary. We like what? <laughs> <laughs> I know who it is. <laughs> so, so I know for a fact, if I had money like Gunner at 25, three years, because I was living crazy yep. with, on regular jobs. So yep. if I had money like Gunner at 25, ain't no telling what I would have done. Like, I'm going to be real. She <laughs> <laughs> yep. no got them Gunner boots on. <laughs> I done had on the the, the the highest leather boots. My boots will come up to my leather. <laughs> I'm standing up. My boots are coming uh, right here, nigga. <laughs> the boots are up to here. Hey, girl, why is it the visual? <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, I, I I get it. I get it. I, I and that's uh, I really believe what is for you is for you. I'm when, honest. Uh, when when it's time for it, it's time for it. Yeah, I, I I was not I was not ready. You know what I'm saying? Would not have been ready for any of this. Everything um, happens when it's supposed to happen. I truly believe that. Everything happens when you got the support system that you need now. You got the foundation and the responsibility. When we were young, we had no responsibility day. We was like, yeah. fuck it. We're not paying the rent today. Fuck it. We going out. Like, we would just do dumb shit. Like, <laughs> We would get, me and Dave would get paid. We would get paid and be like, the rent doing two days. What should we do? <laughs> and niggas would be like, because Dave, you put me on dunks. Niggas would be like, let's go get some dunks. Uh, we yeah. would buy, we had to buy our own shirts to get the shirts put So we'd be yep. like, we need to get some new merchandise. Let's get we weren't selling no damn shirts for real, but we're fucking. We gonna we if anybody else gonna wear our brand, we're gonna wear our brand. We gonna wear we our was, brand. We were doing dumb shit. But I think that molded us too, because it was hustle. Yep. I wouldn't change any of that. Like I wouldn't change none of that because I turned out okay. In hindsight, mm-hmm. we turned out okay. Learn no, how I'm to serious. build a brand in the process. Obviously, Dave turned out okay because he's on the Beyonce track. So I wouldn't change none of that. And and to see the growth and just the men that we have all become is 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 amazing. And this ain't no kiss up to Dave situation or, or big up myself or nothing. But man, niggas came, niggas don't know. Niggas was broke. broke. Like niggas was outside broke. struggling. Putting, putting quarters together <laughs> to, to, to get rice. You know struggling. what I'm saying? Struggling. Like 
We was broke. We 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 were hey, down bad. You, you couldn't tell at the club. By, uh, by you would know it by the club, but we was down bad. Like that's niggas don't get that Seven Eleven by San Rafael is magical, man. Yeah. So Dave, Dave what do you what, what's what's next that you got going on mm. that not NBA that won't get you jammed up? Yeah, man. So, like, you know, as I mentioned, my production partner, Sam, you know, we have a group called Dave and Sam and that's, you know, we do what, so uh, like, like, the, uh, like Sam and Dave, the old, <laughs> you feel me? You see what I did there? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm a nerd on music. That That's a nerd. That was a nerd out moment. Yep. Oh, the music had to get what I was, uh, what, I, what I did on that. Okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I like that. It's dope. So, you know, we, we got that, and um, like I said, in the midst of making all that music, man, me and Sam have made some incredible stuff. Um, Sam, I think, really, he's elevated his sound, but he's also brought just a new, even a newer energy out of me. Um, even this year, he's, he's figured out how to bring the best, I think, out of what I do. And so we got a record that just dropped the same day as uh, Renaissance. It's called Love Feels. It's a single. Um Video, well, there's a there's a, a trailer out for it now that uh, I directed and produced, but the, uh, well, Carice directed it, but I produced it. Um, and that's out right now. Um, it's on Mood Swing Music. Um, it, it's already doing, you know what I'm saying, doing its thing. It's playing on like Sirius XM pretty strong, um, getting a little bit of international love already. So um, that's coming. That's going to be another video for that coming pretty soon um working out a single or, or working working on a single that's going to come out in a couple of months with defected my old label uh in the uk um called just a man um and then we've got other singles in the pipeline you know coming down over the next really year you know what i mean we just loading them up because the work has already been done you know what i'm saying and so now at this point it's, it's all about marketing and visuals and uh strategy so um that that that's the energy there, you know, with the music. Um, you know, in the midst of all of this, I still work, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh I design apps and software. Yeah. So <laughs> I no longer do freelance work, but you know, I am working for an app called uh Access Club, which is not it's basically in beta mode. It's not it's not truly public yet, but essentially it is we give people early stage in uh, access to investing, but it's mixed with the social component. So instead of you going on a thing and like reading a long paragraph about some company that you want to invest in, you're going in a room and watching uh, Instagram style or a Google Meet style like live event with video messages and four people on the stage and you know uh four uh audio only speakers yeah talking about the products um mm -hmm. you know people can 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 interact on on the uh about the companies and things like that and that's uh that's a company that's owned by chameleonaire you know um oh wow doing, ooh, so, ooh. Um, talk about a nigga that flipped that that flipped the dollar that's yeah, my hero. That's my hero. That, that, that's like big bro, and that's my hero. Yeah. He's like, fuck rap. Yeah. He's like, rap is cool. Now I'm gonna do this. 
Yep. Yeah. And, and, and now he right back at it with Toby. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Um, but that's that's somebody who I've absolutely watched, you know, got all got all the cards in his hand, got all the heat in the world, and will not say or do a thing until the time is right to make sure that he can capitalize on the perfect moment to strike. Dave, um, I, so I so I got a question, right? So because you you obviously multi multi-talented and like obviously we going we going way past. Way past an hour at this point, but like, oh, it's out. Dang, my bad. No, nah, no, nah, you good. You yeah, good. No, no, no. This, this, this is a dope, flowing conversation. Yeah, okay. but yeah. I, I just like, like, because you're a man of many hats, and I mean, obviously, our history goes back so far. Like, when I when I say the word legacy, right? Obviously, you have uh, two uh, two young uh, leaders that you are bringing up. You know what I'm saying? And, um, uh, uh, two, two, three. My God, yes. son, too. Yeah, yeah. Facts. <laughs> like, what? What is the like? When 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 I say the word legacy to you, what does that mean to you? You know what I mean? Like, what is that? What is that? What does that look like? Sound like? What does it feel like? You know what I mean? You know, um, how Pharrell's group was like. You know, the, the, the title is like, no one ever really dies. Mm -hmm. Um, that's what legacy is. Mm. We never we never die. You know what I'm saying? Our, our our bodies are here on loan. You know what I'm saying? Our bodies are here temporarily. We are borrowed by yeah. the people that are around us. And what we do during that time, that's that lives forever, we're, we're like for better or for worse. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And so, um, that to me is legacy. And personally, you know, I've always understood. I've had I, I've I've been fortunate. You know what I'm saying? It's between my father, between my father-in-law, and just you know the other, you know, men who I've had. And shout out and, and, and shout out to him, man. R.I.P. Yeah, rest yes. in peace to your father-in-law yeah. too, man. Thank yeah. you, thank you. Um, yeah, you know, like the 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 other men of you know other of Alpha Phi Alpha and just other you know brothers who I've had the privilege of you know kind of being able to look look at or watch or mm -hmm. be actually directly mentored by you know what I've figured out a few things. My dad always talked to me about you know look in the mirror, look at how broad your shoulders are. God gave you those shoulders so that other people can climb up them. Mm. That's tough. That's real. That's tough. When my father passed at his, you know, I'm at his funeral, and one of his best friends said to me, "You know, your father believed because he never told me this, but he was like, your father believed that manhood is about making decisions. Mm -hmm. You ain't got to be able to cook. You ain't got to be able to fix a car. You ain't got to be able to, you know, kill a bear with your hands." But if you can make a decision that influences that that, can, that impacts life or death, and you can stand on it for what it's worth, you can be wrong, or you can be right, and you can learn from it, atone from it, or you know go on and be be great as a result of it. That's what it's about.